Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, fuckers. Don't forget to check out Don't Blame Them on Wednesday on Patreon, as well as our Cut for Time clip on Friday on Patreon as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Megan. You can't tell because I'm 
sick. Yeah, if you're just listening and you can't see, <laughs> Megan's voice is deep it and is, sensual. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's good that we're doing it this day because earlier this week, Aislinn told me I sounded like I had been a smoker for about 150 years. And like one were, of those women on the commercial that has to use yeah, the little... Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. those little talking things. Yeah. And I, it was like every other word, you'd miss a sound. Like it was like, <laughs> you know when you laugh so hard, like it's silent and you like, it was like that. It'd be like... <laughs> so yeah guys i'm sick um but the show must go on yeah welcome back to the podcast this is don't blame me we have a repeat guest and also the last time that you were here i cried so i'm so glad that that's not gonna happen today it's shireen guys hi it's me i'm shireen technically you're not i mean technically you are a repeat guest but also like i think you're you've probably been here the most as i said when i was here last time Oh god, Dreams here can we go. Come the fuck <laughs> no. Uh yeah, I used to operate the cam and from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes, <laughs> dreams are so achievable. I've never the experience. Okay, done was, with that bullshit. Okay, Last time you were here, you had some homework to do. Yeah, you Home- did. Oh, did you do any of it? I've done more than I did before. Okay. Uh, yeah, I um I've tried a lot. Okay. You don't look but happy though. Personal a lot. Person, what do you mean personal? Have you lot? tried a lot personally, or have you tried a lot like a person? I mean, more personal than other. Great, wise. okay, that's um, always better anyway. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> the, that was heavy. Oh, I have, have I've I've gotten a dating app for the first time last <clears throat> month. Oh my god! And I don't think it's for me, but I'm gonna keep like having fun. Have I mean, you have you gone problem? on dates? Yeah, but, oh, but, but my problem is when I match with someone, I'm not like ex- like I'm not like. Now I'm going to meet them. I'm just like, oh, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But I did go on a really nice date with a girl um, that made me feel better because the, the d- dates I went, on, I, I went on with men were like, oh, I feel nothing for you. Like maybe yeah. I'm not even attracted to men anymore. <laughs> and then, um, but I think it's just like, I don't know. Men on dating apps suck. But it's been fun to just like get out of my comfort zone. And like, as far as my homework goes. Um, have I you have- seen Lights? No. Have you seen lights? She hasn't had an orgasm before. I've tried and I and it's better than before. I just think sometimes I think my personal life gets in the way of me letting go. Like I get mm-hmm. too I'm just like not I don't know. I don't know if that even matters. I mean maybe I'm just getting in my head. I'm just always in my head. Do you smoke weed? I need to smoke more. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's like the absolute key to getting out of your head as somebody who's like constantly in their head. I think just personally, like my work comes first and I I don't like that. Like I'd I'd love to advance in my, my romantic life in Mm -hmm. any way, but I think I just come second to me, which is like fine. No, that's fine. I mean, that was me for a really, like a really, really, really long time. She comes second. Oh yeah. That's a, you write the sequel. Never. She doesn't come. Yeah. Um, I'm back and I still haven't come. So let's start the podcast. She's come back, but she has not come. Thank you for the title of this episode. Hell yes. Okay. So, um, well, guys, this is an advice podcast. On the way here, I'm like so drugged out on cold medicine. I was trying for the life of me to remember the fucking phone number. I don't know if I know it anymore. Okay. Let's go for it. 310 694 
0976. Correct. Holy shit. That was amazing. I was stressing in the car. I was like, my God, am I so sick that I don't remember the number? <laughs> you know it. And international listeners, you can uh, leave us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. I don't even know if I told you what to do. It's that phone number. You, you, you call, you leave us a voicemail, you tell us what's happening in your life, and then we give you some hopefully good advice. And keep it completely anonymous, please. Please. Yeah. Even if you want to claim credit, me as a Leo, I love claiming credit. Mm-hmm. Not not for me. This is not this wouldn't be unless you're a callback, of course. Oh yeah, but yeah. That's yeah. The only time. But yeah, don't name yourself, don't name other people, mm-hmm. don't give us any way that like makes it really easy to like just know all the situations. Yeah. Then we can't answer it. Because mm-hmm. not everyone consents to be on the podcast or the people in your stories. Okay. Well, should we begin? Hey Megan, Melissa and friends. So I'm twenty years old. And I'm in college. So I basically, I made this friend. Um, we've had a couple of class together, whatever. Uh, we've always, like, talked, but nothing ever, like, came of it um, in terms of, like, being friends. And so he and I, um, he's also 20, became really close because our schedules just, like, lined up really well, whatever. And we just, like, kept having to, like, these really long, like, two, three-hour conversations, and we started hanging out more and more. Um, my dad was in the hospital. He was there for me for a lot of it. And um, so we hang out every other day, pretty much. Um, he spends the night all the time. Uh, I live with my dad at the moment, but uh, my dad isn't here. So um, we sit in the same bed and everything, and I watched him go through a breakup. He watched me to go through a breakup. So we're both single, and um, it's quite confusing because, like, I have feelings for him. Um, it's the classic case of, like, I'm in love with my best friend. Um, it's one of those, like, I could see me and him getting married and having kids, and, like, I'm not that kind of person, and so it's crazy to find someone that I just connect with uh, morally and personally. And so, um, yeah, and, like, we, like, cuddle and we talk and, like, um, everything else. But, like, you know, we're both, like, single and, like, dating around. And I, you know, we have this marriage pact that, like, if we're both 28 and not in relationships and not going to get married and anything like that, that, um, that we would just marry each other kind of thing and we'd figure everything out that later. Um, and he is just the best person I think I've ever met in my life. He's wonderful, kind. Um, he's the best kind of asshole, if that makes sense. And so I just, I'm at a point where I'm dating all these people and they're not really going anywhere because I don't think I really want them to go anywhere. And I'm pretty like Megan, where I can sit and analyze the situation and know what's wrong. But I kind of just need the validation of like, do I take that leap with him or should I just save face with a friendship and just keep staying friends and just see where life takes us? Um, I would love any feedback or validation. I would love validation needs to be on my gravestone. Yeah. That is like my number one line of being like, I would just like some validation. I feel like that's why I, sh- I would be a good like parking attendant. Be like, do you need validation? <laughs> Wait, literally, I I, de- I went to the container store and like a lot, I used to go all the fucking time and there's this guy who worked there and every time I'm like, can I get validated? He goes, you look great today, Megan. Oh my and I'm God. Like, Where is he now? I don't know, Where but he was fucking fantastic. I mean, I think you're like living a romantic comedy right now. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, 
my first train of thought is just to tell him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little strange that you guys are dating other people and like cuddling if that's like happening or like if you guys were in sleeping in the same bed as you were going through a breakup or whatever. Like I think there's only there's already been like some closeness established that like maybe is more than friendship. Mm -hmm. And so it wouldn't be like out of left field if you were like, I like you and not a friendship way. If you guys have a marriage pact at like 28, I'm so old. Dude, Um, I know that made me be like, oh, shit. Uh, But yeah just tell him yeah i think like there's i understand that whole fear of being like oh he's my best friend i don't want to ruin anything but like you guys already have like yeah you've already you've crossed exactly like you said like you've already crossed that line like sure you might not have seen each other like naked mm-hmm. but like you've already crossed into like romantic feeling territory and like the re you're right and the reason why that things aren't panning out with other people is because like you are invested in him and you do really like him mm-hmm. um and i think like there's probably a part of you that is like afraid that he doesn't have those same feelings towards you. But at the end of the day, your feelings aren't conditional to him having feelings for Mm -hmm. you. You already have feelings for him. So like you can't avoid that. And so I think exactly, I think you should just tell him because you don't know if you don't know. And no matter what, like the longer you wait, the answer is not going to be like any different. I think you just like, you need to know and find out to figure out like, okay, is this something that we pursue or is this something that, I can then move on from because I don't think it's possible to move on from something yeah. like that without I, saying yeah. it because it's going to be in the back of your head of being like well maybe one day what if? yeah what yeah. if I also think it's the way she talks about him is a little dangerous only because she's I, she's idolizing him so much and putting yeah. him on this pedestal where it's like there's no way he can come down even if he rejects her yeah <laughs> you know and that's dangerous because she'll still have all these feelings for him not saying that he will or won't but you will never find out if you don't even like admit your feelings and i think if he does not feel the same way ultimately like you need distance from that friendship because it's going to be painful and if he does feel the same way fucking great and date each other but yeah i think i i think you just have to bite the bullet and like be prepared for either way and Mm -hmm. exactly like not putting him on a pedestal and i think it can be so hard when it's like someone that you're friends with because like you care so deeply about your friends and like you, you, you date. I mean, you don't date your friends. I mean, you, sometimes you can date your friends, but like mm-hmm. you're friends with the people you're friends with because like you think they're fucking awesome yeah. and like that they're so amazing and so great. And he was also there for you in a mm-hmm. bunch of like through your breakup, like through your dad being in the yeah. hospital and like all of these tough times, he's been able to like shine and really mm-hmm. step up to the plate and be awesome. Um, but I think you also need to remember that like, you're also awesome yeah. and like as cool and as great as he is and like the best guy that you've ever known, no relationship is perfect perfect either so like i think it can also be hard as like a friendship when you're like friendships are a lot easier i think most of the time than relationships and so it can be kind of hard to be like oh do i want to risk this friendship for a relationship and then wanting that relationship to just be just as easy and as perfect as your guys's friendship but when there's a relationship there's a lot more factors that come in so i think like being honest with yourself about your feelings and then being honest with him and then I don't want to say like stop and take the romanticizing idea out of it, but like the whole like, Oh, marriage packed and all of these different yeah. things. Like it is making this, um, not even like, I don't, even, I don't want to say like intentionally on either of your ends, but like it is making it to be like this big buildup of a thing. And like, it doesn't have to, you don't have to wait until that. Like you don't have yeah. to wait to be like that. Like you can be like, Oh no, I like you now. You yeah. like me now. Like let's actually date. Yeah. And like, like, I don't want to be just like a backup plan. Yeah, exactly. You know? I would be like, hey, so we're like basically engaged since we're getting married in eight Mm -hmm. years. So why don't we just start dating? Yeah, Yeah. that's a good timeline. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Definitely honesty first and then communication and 
maybe he wants to be with you too or whatever. You just never know unless you don't talk about yeah. it. So yeah, talk about talk it. Talk about it and then let us know what happens. Be blunt. I'm so about, I'm all about being blunt. Mm-hmm. So that's just the way it goes. Yeah. It's so much easier. Yeah. Well, I hope it goes well. Let us know how it goes. Give us a call back. Yeah. On to the next. Hi, Megan and guest. I am 23 years old and I'm about to graduate with two bachelor's degrees. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying that I am a major Pisces, and so I tend to be very emotionally reactive, and I get attached to people really easily. Um, I actually just got out of an abusive relationship last fall and finally felt ready to start dating again, or at least just meeting people. And so I got on Tinder. And everyone was kind of boring. They're not my type. But then I met someone who I had this insane connection with. Um, and we connected on everything. And he's physically attractive to me. And it just seems perfect. And so we finally hung out. And we ended up hooking up. And he, that whole night, was telling me that I was his dream girl. And was building me up even after math. And, like, he uh, would text me after, like, that same night when I had gone home and told me, like, a same thing and so I was under the impression that we felt the same way but then the next day he was incredibly distant and for the past few weeks he's been the same way he's like I want to be your friend but like I'm not ready to commit to someone which was a little painful to hear but I was like you know what we connect really well I'll be your friend but today I ended up saying you know what like I can't do this like I can't be your friend it's too hard on me deleted him off snapchat and now I feel very remorseful and sad because I felt like this connection could have gone somewhere um and I just I need advice on where to go from here uh how to I guess heal from this because we had been talking for a while and I just I thought that things were we were on the same page with things and I just I don't really know how to heal I haven't been in the dating scene for a while and I just I don't know boys just suck apparently but I mean sorry to any boys out there who don't suck but thank you any advice is appreciated I feel like she just met her first fuck boy I think she did there's something so incredibly frustrating when you have a connection with someone because like especially when it comes like online dating and even you were saying before we started recording like when you when you meet like you meet a bunch of people and you're like oh I just fucking hate all of you and I hate all of you and I hate all of you and then there's like the one that you're into Mm -hmm. and the one that you're attracted to it just automatically becomes like so much heavier like so much more of a weight like there's so much more um, like the stakes are so much higher with that person and so it feels like you've sifted through everything mm-hmm. and like found the diamond and then when that also doesn't work it can be incredibly frustrating because y- y- that's just i think the nature of dating apps is like yeah. it's you're either not into anyone at all like there's not a ton of people that you're lukewarm on mm-hmm. Do you, like and then like once you find a connection that you really like someone it can be hard to yeah. let that go like when your it hopes work. get so high then they get so low so quickly yeah you know um and I, I think dating apps are hard for me in particular because there's like a premise of like we're going to meet and either like it, we're, there's going to be chemistry and I want to fuck you or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I always prefer like meeting someone through work or like on set or something, which is like not like always kosher or whatever. But I think that dating apps set you up for this idea like like are we 
is there a future? And yeah. that's like so it's like almost scary sometimes because people just go in with so like different intentions. And it's like you have to know immediately. Yeah. Whereas like for me, like I'm a slow burn. Like mm-hmm. I like I will either be immediately attracted to somebody and then not into them yeah. like months like a month later. Or it's like I build up like a friendship and then an attraction same. and all of I'm that. The same. Yeah. And I think that can be really hard with dating apps. So when you have an instant connection, and I would just say in general, I think the people that you have an instant connection with, I tend to think that that kind of is lust mm-hmm. and like that is like especially when it comes to apps like it's a lot based on attractiveness and like not even necessarily like their looks but like someone who you're just attracted to Mm -hmm. personality wise and all of that stuff the kind of pictures they post yeah they like a little quip on their bio or whatever and and then when like you meet them in person they live up to that idea that you had of them like it can just be like oh my god it's all falling into place and this Mm -hmm. is perfect and i think and like this is great yeah um but i also think he told her what she wanted to hear which is the definition of someone that's just not good like you felt a connection and know what you're never going to be someone's dream girl on the first night like like if you hear that it's just someone getting in your head yeah run away from that also because i think like if you earn it if like some i like went on a date with this one guy when i was in college and like it was like he was like just spewing out nicholas spark stuff and i was just like okay here's there's only two options you say this to every girl or you're just saying this to me and you shouldn't have those feelings about me this quickly and this is creepy yeah and like in the moment there are certain things we can feel like oh my god we're totally vibing and on the same page but like that's not how feelings really work and so anyone who's going to vocalize that like it's like a guy who makes you a playlist he's probably making every other fucking girl a playlist exactly like i think like there needs to be a level of like if if it sounds too good to be true it probably is and like anybody else that you like have feelings for and anything like that i think the 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 relationships like obviously there are people who are like oh it was love at first sight but like i think a lot of the time like it is a slow burn and that can be hard to find like through dating apps but i think you also because i've had friends who've been in the situation where they've gone on shit dating app dates and then they had Mm -hmm. one that was great and it was just like the guy ended up being like oh you know what like i'm actually just like really busy with work and i'm not really Mm -hmm. looking for, for anything serious and then it doesn't really pan out so i think what you it's a game of numbers you need to go out again and again and again until you meet someone else you also have a connection like this for so you don't make him so special because he's not so special like you are the special one like this is all like this is half of this was you it was like you found someone who you also vibed with Mm -hmm. but also like not to say that your standards or your expectations are low but on dating apps they kind of are Mm -hmm. because a lot of people like really suck so when someone doesn't suck it's like like, oh you're amazing like this is perfect so i think the more that you can just go out and the more that you can like focus on like multiple people which i know is a pisces as for it's, yeah. it can be hard like you can have like tunnel vision on one yeah. person no i understand completely i, I understand being easily attached or, yeah. or focusing so much on one person i completely understand that but i'm trying to to less it to, to to be more aware of that you know and mm-hmm. it's hard because sometimes it's just like like i don't know it's it's hard to let go of that because you're because you're so convinced that that's right for you but really you don't want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you. Yeah. I you think know? that's like point blank. It's, it's, yeah. it's that easy. And also if you were his dream girl and if he and you had this undeniable connection, you'd be on the same page. Mm-hmm. You don't have an undeniable connection with somebody because a connection requires two people. Mm-hmm. You can't have that connection with somebody who's not giving that back to you. And he's told you that. And I think like the, my best advice to like, get over this quote unquote or whatever is, is to get more experience and go out on more dates with more people yeah. and, I think like it, yeah, again, it can be hard in like the dating 
app pool and that whole scene but i mean even ask your friends to set you up with people mm-hmm. like meet try and just meet just meet as many people as you can and realize that yeah. like oh like i'm cool i'm awesome i get along with people and like i will have great connections with like lots of different people and it's not about that it's also about like who's on the same page as i am who Mm -hmm. wants the same things that i want and then like from there realize that um he's just not that important also i'm 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 really proud of her and and if you're listening i'm proud of you for like after getting out of a shitty relationship that was abusive like to go out and 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 try your best and if anything this was just a good date just think of it it's like a like mm-hmm. a good date you had good sex or whatever it was and uh it's not all is lost you know yeah. like and it's not going to be smooth sailing in the date like no one has a great time dating but i'm proud of her for just putting herself out there because i'm sure she went through a shitty time before yeah. um and i think that that maybe also skewed skewed your perception of what's good for you or like what's a normal way to attach i'm not trying to maybe i'm like uh what's it called um projecting (laughs) but um uh but sometimes i think it just takes a little bit to i don't know i don't know i'm proud of her though and it just takes time yeah i think it yeah it takes time it takes practice with different people before you also start i have this phrase that i say to my friends all the time when they go on dates i'm like did you have fun because you were there or because they were there Mm -hmm. and they're like oh maybe just because i was there and sometimes like like that when you get along with people and you tend to be like a personable person it's really easy to have conversations with people and it took them a really long time i have two specific friends in general um and it's it's taken them a really long time to be like oh now i have to discern like did i have a good time because like they're not the worst and they don't totally suck Mm -hmm. and like bring the mood down or did i have a good time because they brought something to the table like which one was it i'm gonna remember that i like that a lot it's Mm -hmm. hard because i think it's true because especially when like you women in general like tend to not want to make people feel uncomfortable and like you go out of your way to like make Mm -hmm. sure everyone's having a good time and so then when somebody like just bare minimum meets you there mm-hmm. you're like oh my god this is great this is awesome like makes I can you make, laugh twice or yeah like yeah. i can do i can make anything out of this yeah. and then it's just like oh wait wow uh, you didn't there like yeah. you didn't wow me like i made do with what i had mm-hmm. um wow but yeah Dude, i made do with what i had yeah <laughs> <laughs> me just summing yeah. up men as a yeah. whole yeah. <laughs> i made do with what i had uh but yeah but i yeah. agree just i'm also keep proud putting of yourself out there yeah. and just take it as a good not like the best experience, but like, like you did good. Like yeah. you put your spout there. You had a fun time, and that's all it's going to be because he's not worth any any yeah. energy because he doesn't want to give it to you. It's still a win. Yeah, but yeah, it's continue to un- not be friends with this guy and yeah, not talk guy. to him. Yeah, fuck yeah. this guy. Block him. Yeah, hundred percent block him. Yeah, he's not that cool. Yeah. On to the next. Hi, Megan. I'm about twenty one. I'll be twenty one in a few months. Um, and I've got a kind of unique situation. I got married last year. Marriage is fine. He's amazing. I love him to death. But we are currently living with his mom. Um, he was going in the military. We were planning on leaving in a few months. It was better for us to stay there. Um, so I wasn't alone while he was gone and all of that. He got injured, got sent home end of last year. And now we are on our own. The military has basically said, screw off. We don't care. Um Which is fine. We're figuring it out. The big problem is his mom. She is a terrible person. And I hate saying that. And he knows how I feel. And in fact, he feels the same. He's already said he wants to cut her off the second we are gone. Um, But she... She's the kind of person... She has had debt collectors call her 
And she said, oh, wrong number. And given him, given them his number. And didn't say anything, didn't care. She has also sat here and paid rent late multiple months in a row and complained that we didn't just pay it for her. Same with utilities. And she has continually done these things. She gets pissed off if we don't tell her exactly where we're going whenever she wants to know. Yet, if we go, hey, we need to sit down and, like, I'll have a talk, make sure we're all on the same page. You know, where are you going to be on what nights? Like, how can we make this work? She's like, well, where I am doesn't matter. Like, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Um, you know, I'm the parent here. And she treats us like children and, like, we don't have our own rights. And she sat here and basically expected me to do all of the housework, to clean everything, to take care of everything, while also working two jobs. And she has lied to us. She has manipulated us. I'm pretty sure she's stolen from us a few times. This past month, she got pissed off because we gave her a money order to pay our portion of the rent rather than just giving her cash, which we know she's almost made off with her cash at least once before. We thankfully went to the office and double-checked rent was paid and called her out on it. But I just, I don't know how to handle this anymore. I don't know how to deal with her, and I could really use any advice on how to get through the last bit of time I have to deal with her. Good fucking God. That's fucking a nightmare. This woman. Uh, wow. Wait, why, why, aren't they, why are they not able to move out? I got a little confused about that. I think it's probably just like savings yeah. until they can move. Okay. I mean. At first it was because they thought he was going to be like off at the military uh-huh. and they're going to stay with him. But now I don't know I mean, why. like get out. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's a shitty apartment, just get the fuck out. Yeah, I think that that's what they're doing. And I think they yeah. just have like a little bit of time before. Maybe it's like they are on the lease with her mm-hmm. and like yeah. they're waiting for any of that. I mean, I think like as much as like it totally sucks for you. This also really and I'm yeah, I'm sure you know this like really fucking sucks for your husband. Like that really sucks because that's his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're like like there are just like things like my therapist always calls them like they're like you you just I mean you do what you you do what you have to do to survive and you have like survival tendencies and like habits and things like that so like the way that you behave around someone who's incredibly toxic Mm -hmm. just to get through it and like that's what um you guys just need to do and I'm sure what you're doing now um and I think like as much as it like sucks emotionally to be like really draining because like she also sounds like pretty toxic like not just like irresponsible and like she sounds toxic she sounds super toxic which is like incredibly like draining and painful to deal with all the time um but i think like it's limiting limiting that like attack that she can have on you whether it's like oh instead of giving her the money for the rent every month like you're just going to give it to the office every Mm -hmm. month and then like you're not around all the time like you're not going to like if she asks you where you guys are going like say we're going to fuck in the car (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) i love that but yeah like i think like there unless that she has something over you guys because i will say like the difference is and we've said this before when people have like moved back in with parents and stuff like that like at the end of the day like if you're not paying rent like you guys are paying rent so Mm -hmm. like there isn't really 
she doesn't have like a leg to stand on like maybe she did help you guys out and like if this was her place beforehand like if she helped you out when you were in a tough spot and so she feels like she's owed a lot but at the end of the day like you guys are paying to be there Mm -hmm. you're paying for all of that stuff and you don't owe her anything and so I think it's like whatever you can do um to make it bearable um and if that means like it sucks to like I don't want to say like don't um yeah maybe just like stop trying like stop trying to make it anything more than it is and like she's a shitty roommate and Mm -hmm. if it's if it was any other roommate like you would just go above them to pay your rent to make sure that it gets paid and like you would ignore them and like not try and I don't know salvage and make the relationship work Mm -hmm. but I think you and your boyfriend just need to be on the same page and I would also husband true mm-hmm. oh my god you're so young i yeah. keep like assuming it's a boyfriend but you and your husband need to stay on the, like just be on the same page and then also take cues from him because i'm sure like for him it's like probably really painful i don't know if he like knew how toxic his mom was until the situation but yeah i mean i agree with everything you said um i do think that regardless of how toxic someone is as a parent you will always be children and mm-hmm. especially if you're living like even if it's not her roof if you're living in the same place like she's always going to treat you like a child so um putting distance between you i think you're completely right like going to the office yourself paying rent yourself um don't like not giving her any more power than she like not treating her as a parent like yeah. if you give her the rent you're almost treating her like a parent like if it's just yeah treat treat her more like a roommate that you have to just avoid until you have to leave um and i mean like you're not always friends with your family you're not always on good terms with your family not everyone in your family is a good person so i think it's sad when it's your husband's mom and your mother-in-law but like um but yeah just keep your distance and just like be civil until you can get the fuck out yeah and rely on your like you and your husband lean on each other because that's the other thing with like the difference between family and roommates is like family knows how to fucking hurt you and they know how to say all of those things and i think like it can be hard because um maybe she's having a good good day and is like really sweet and really nice and then fucks you over and it hurts Mm -hmm. twice as much so i think keep an open line of conversation with like you and your husband about everything and like just yeah stay on the same page so you guys can really lean on each other in those moments and then i think like the best thing that you can do and hopefully maybe like somewhere down the road like she figures out her shit and she isn't this toxic of a person i think the only way to get to that place hopefully is to like preserve that potential relationship by keeping your distance now like exactly that's the smartest thing to do even with him like even though it's his mom it's like when someone is in a really toxic state you can't talk to them like Mm -hmm. you can't bring them out of that like it's only going to get worse and worse and worse there's a certain point where like not everything's worth a fight even if someone is like totally wrong and like let them be wrong and go do your own fucking thing you have to check out just to save your sanity exactly for your own mental health and your mental well-being but i do think like as far as what you could do is just like save up save up as much as you can maybe you and your husband can make up like a certain goal like we're going to move out by this date with Mm -hmm. this amount of money we're going to keep saving and if she steals money from you, uh, if that's what you think she's doing or has done in the past, just like be very wary of where you put your things and um, just do, do everything you can to get out, like whether it's like selling old things or whatever. Yeah. I think the priority is to make the distance better, even like 
to preserve the relationship, I do think you need to get out of there. Yeah. yeah. I, it, I think she's stealing the money by they give her the money for bills and then she takes the money oh. instead of paying the bills. Yeah. So if you guys can just pay the bills directly exactly. yeah. instead of yeah. paying your half directly. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, it is tricky it you said you went to like the leasing office or whatever to make sure that like the rent had been paid or whatever i would also like not necessarily like loop them in on everything but just mm-hmm. be like hey if anything comes up or if there's an issue with anything like please yeah. call me call us and have let a direct us know. line of communication yourself not yeah. just through her you guys will get through it you'll move yeah. out it'll be fine stick together i mean yeah. you guys have each other um sucks that she's his mom but mm-hmm. i mean some people are just toxic yeah. and it sucks but like that's just I mean, like who they are Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we'll be right back. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a a, a secondary of my package and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my 
beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's 
quoted from Town and Country saying, it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you. And listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said, part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We're back from our break, guys. Back. God, my voice sounds so fucking weird. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds I love so it. weird. I love it. Poor I'm- podcasters. They're like, what the fuck? Who is this girl? Okay, let's get back into the calls. Um, I am 21. I'm in college. And I've kind of had a rough year so far. Um, kind of hit a rock bottom with my mental health. Um, Sought out help. I'm getting better. Um yeah, that's just kind of the background on me. Well, there's a guy that I talked to probably a little over a year ago, and um, we it was kind of not good timing for us because I had just gotten out of a very serious relationship, and I tried to commit, but it just didn't work out, and he was just being a total asshole. Like, just trust me on this one. He was. Um but basically, um, we kind of ended on a bad note. Um, nothing like too serious, just like not getting along, not seeing eye to eye. So then a few days ago, earlier this week, he texted me kind of out of nowhere and was like, hey, do you want to hang out? And I was like, um, yeah, sure. Because, you know, it was over a year ago. I'm kind of over it. I'm not, you know, holding a grudge against him. And I... I kind of like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, so, and then he was like, I've been feeling really down and depressed because my girlfriend just broke up with me. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. Um, yeah, we can hang out if you want. Um, I'll let you know when I'm free. And then he was like, well, I want to fuck. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Because I um, don't really want to date seriously right now. I mean, if somebody comes along and they're just like, oh, oh my God, I have to have you, then great. But I kind of just want to keep it casual right now But um, and just get to know people. So we get together. We talk. We, like, reconnect. He apologizes for everything that happened. He said he was a total asshole. He explains what he's been going through and this rough time. Um, we hook up and then he's like, Hey, I want to hang out again. Just, or like, if you want to hang out again, I'll be here. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, you too. Well, now he's been ignoring me and it's been driving me crazy. Um, like he'll open up my messages with read receipt, read receipts. And sorry, I can't talk, but like he'll open stuff like snaps and messages and it'll show and he won't answer or he'll just be like, okay, whatever. And I'm just really confused and I want to spend time with this person. I thought we had a good time. So I just want to know what you think about this because I want to, you know, some sort of relationship with him. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, 
how, that was a total 180. I don't, I, how did I, that end up with, I want a relationship with this person. I don't know. I'm fucking fuck boys. Get out of here. Girl, you've met your first fuck boy. Yeah. And this is what, the, this is a classic fuck boy. You think he was a fuck boy the first time because he was being yeah. an asshole. No, this is a fuck boy. Yeah. A fuck boy is a guy who was formerly an asshole who then makes you be like, oh no, he's nice now. He's not yeah. a dick. He's I just- went through things. Also, I'm so sorry. Also, let's like hang out next week. Like, do do I come over and smoke? Oh my God. Are you up? Like you awake, yeah. girl? Yeah. My God. Saw this and thought of you, but please Please don't text me repeatedly. Please, You're okay. being crazy. Everyone out there, these are some of the things. If you hear them, just don't just fuck boy material. Do you want to come over and smoke? Do you want to come over and watch Netflix? Mm-hmm. Do you want to hang out? Yeah. It's a huge, I mean, like, what are you that doing? could be innocent, but usually not. Yeah. Want to hang? Yeah. What are you up um, to? I Sup? just broke up with my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. Oh, <laughs> I'm sad is a big one. Yeah. Oh my also, god. You're, you're fun and cool. Yeah. I've heard that twice. Why are you single? <laughs> yeah, why are you single? How's a girl like you single? Because yeah. guys like you exist and you yeah. fuck with our minds. Yeah. But he told uh, you what he wanted from yeah. the get-go. I will I will respect him only on that regard. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was like, You're so great. I wanna hang out and be, be with you. Like he's like, No, I wanna fuck. So yeah. he told you what he wanted and you you're putting too much into it at this point. Yeah. yeah. He said exactly that. Like, I am a big believer in most people. Like, some guys will just, like, fuck around. But a mm-hmm. lot of the time, people in general will say what their intentions are. Yeah. And then you will take that really clear, exact statement. And mm-hmm. then you'll take all these, like, nuanced, like, small, like, hints and subtle yeah. clues to be like, but no, 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 I think it means this. And it's like, yeah. no, no, no. He said he wanted to fuck. And then he was nice to you. Uh-huh. Great. People you have sex with, even casually, should still be nice to you. He apologized great he should have apologized Mm -hmm. because he was a dick at the end of the day he still wants to just fuck you like none of this was him leading up to wanting a relationship at all yeah he said what he wanted and i think like there was a part of you that like as much as he was a dick before like he was a dick but it also probably hurt it also probably made you feel sad and this was probably that validating feeling of being like oh he's back like look Mm -hmm. who came back and like wants to get it again and then you probably were reminded of the fact that like oh you know what like i got over this but like i had to get over it because i really did have feelings for you mm-hmm. and i liked you and then you hook up again and yeah. it's you're right back to that and like yeah and i do think it's dangerous i mean i don't want this to be the case because i feel like i've just experienced it myself like people might hit you up or like he sometimes you're an easy target like sometimes they'll they'll know that you are nice or that you, like you I don't know what the word is. Like sometimes you just let, sometimes people let people in too easily mm-hmm. and people can take advantage of that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying this is, the, may, I hope that's not the case, but just be more guarded, I think is the way to go about it. And like, not to say that you have to be callous. Like I feel like I feel the best when I'm all callous <laughs> and hardened, but, um, and I'm getting back to that, which I'm like really happy about. That's a good time. But, I know. But I do think that, so in his case he knows that you have a soft spot for him mm-hmm. and he's taking advantage of that in this case in particular i think he like and especially if he left, left leaves you on red or whatever like he doesn't care about your feelings yeah that's intentional yeah. like that's not like i i wouldn't i don't have red receipts on because i don't want to do that to yeah. people in general Same. like yeah. there's there is a sense of like not giving a shit that when someone acts like they don't give a shit and it seems like they don't give a shit it's because they don't yeah. give a shit yeah it's you have to go out of your way to not give a shit about other people yeah. like and he's not caring about your feelings and it's not 
like that's not necessarily the easy route that's a, it's mm-hmm. not like a it's not like he has to choose to care about you in the yeah. other way like you choose either or you choose either to care about somebody or you choose to not to mm-hmm. but like there isn't a neutral ground and so i think like you need to understand that like if he did have feelings for you you wouldn't be in the situation exactly and like at the end of the day like this isn't something that like he needs to get through his head or he needs to figure out like no. he's already chosen and figured out and that's what you're getting now. You're getting yeah. the guy who's not into you in the same way that you are into him. And like, he's giving that to you. And as much as like everything else felt like loose ends being tied up and mm-hmm. like was leading to like something bigger and better and greater. It's not. And like, you have to take some pe- people for face value at the end of the day. It's like, even if he said something or it made, it made you feel like, well, it's to me, it seemed like there would be a hope. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he said he wanted to fuck you guys hooked up and then everything else like he could even if he didn't say he just wanted to fuck even if he said he wanted to be your boyfriend yeah you have to take these actions like yeah. actions th- over words always always i mean in this case words over everything yeah but like it. but i mean it's also all these are so related because all the questions anyway seem, seem related because this is also like a case of getting attached yeah like, and i can totally understand like the aries at me sorry to bring this up <laughs> but like when someone doesn't reciprocate i get obsessed like oh yeah like it's not natural like if someone doesn't text me back I'm, i get even more interested which mm-hmm. is so stupid because that's just like mine like it's just i don't like getting rejected to the point where i'm just like you have to want me oh yeah and then you end up to the point where like, i don't even want you exactly. i just needed you to want that the, the minute me. they text me back i'm like ew yeah like, oh <laughs> my god i pined after someone for years yeah. and finally we went out and i was like wow i don't like you but i really just needed you to like me exactly like, holy shit yeah um but in this case just I think it's a, a little bit of that where it's like um, it's just you want what you can't have in a way yeah. and it makes it even amplified when like I don't know you felt something for someone or whatever but for him fucking and feelings are not related yeah and, and, and for and I think for you they might be and I think yeah. it can also be like a sense of like you were you knew this guy was an asshole and like you were done with him and all of that stuff. And like, you got like, I, you got played and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and there can be somewhat of a pride in that of being like fucking shit. Like this happened again. Like I got in this place. And so then you want it to not be that situation. So you really want to push him to not do that again and make him be this other guy. But at the end of the day, like you're not dumb for having Mm -hmm. gone into the situation, like anything like that. Like we all react towards our like feelings and how you feel towards someone like hooking up with all of that stuff. Like whatever happens happens. But at the end of it, like, this was this was his goal and this was his intention and like you need to you need to be okay with that now even if it's something that you're like fuck i wish i hadn't have like i wish i didn't do that like i wish i didn't learning but, like, experiences it's all yeah. a fucking experience yeah. yeah you can't make someone be someone that they don't want to be and even if like they said that they wanted to be that he, his actions aren't matching it and yeah. that's like not that and i I've, I've totally been in that place where yeah. some guys are like oh no i really really want to date you and you're like okay you're saying that but like nothing that we're doing it's like you're still hooking yeah. up with other people like this is like okay and like you stick around you stick around and then once you get older or like when you start dating other people and you realize like oh wow i don't have to ask you to like stop sleeping around like mm-hmm. there are certain things that like when two people care about each other the same amount and are on the same page like that stuff happens naturally mm-hmm. and you don't really have to like pull it out of somebody or like force it to happen in any way like that and I think it's hard when I especially when I was younger I didn't know I didn't think of that and I didn't know that and it wasn't until I got older and got in more mature relationships that I was like oh this isn't as hard as yeah. I thought that it was when I was younger like it's not as much of like a oh let me settle for what you'll give me and hope that you'll give me more and mm-hmm. all of that so it's just yeah. classic case of a fuck boy classic it's just it just sucks that I mean I mean I think 
I honestly, I don't mind that women meet fuckboys so they can learn from it and, and, and know the signs. Yeah. You know, like they're all out there. And the minute you meet one, you've met them all. And it's hard because like that's it's the same thing, like the way that she was addressing like how he was in the past. Mm-hmm. And like that's a classic fuckboy. Like a fuckboy is not he some guy back. Yeah, that you meet the first yeah. time. You're like, oh, you suck. No, no, no a fuckboy. You don't know a fuckboy yeah. sucks until he fucks you over. And then you're like, oh, my God. And he's a boomerang. He comes mm-hmm. right yeah. back around. The right signs were there. And he's going to try it. to come again. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I have someone on my phone. There's just like gray, gray. Like it's just like him, 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 him. <laughs> and I get I, I get so, I mean, what's the word? I'm aroused, not sexually, but I get so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the thought that he's like still watching my stories and like mm-hmm. wanting a response from me. And I'm just like, you're, I'm repulsed by you. Yeah. And there's so, there's so much power in not responding that um, I recommend that. And, and just, and, and just look at it. I mean, Honestly, when you don't respond to him, he's going to want you more. Yeah. And when that happens, your duty is to ignore yeah. and put the power back with you. Mm-hmm. That's when you have the power. That's when you feel the best. Like you will feel so good when you reclaim that power and be like, I don't need to respond to you. You're nothing to me. Even mm-hmm. if you want me back or want to fuck me again because I'm fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You're nothing. Yeah. And also know that like as much as it sucks, like you're definitely not the only girl he's doing this oh, to. Oh, well, yeah. 100%. And so like this like feeling that you have of like the, oh, wrong time, right time, wrong time, mm-hmm. like wrong place. Like I can promise you there's a handful of girls who've had the same conversation with their friends about him. Yeah. Like that's just like, this isn't a you, when a guy's treating a girl like this, like he's, he's got a bench of girls he's treating yeah. like this and he's not worth any of your time. No, no. Say goodbye. Say boy bye. I, I want to bring up something that's like semi-related, but I've just I've been thinking about it so much. Uh, have you seen Fleabag? No, but Melissa has. Okay, only the first season though. I haven't watched the second season yet. I am obsessed with Fleabag. I highly recommend everybody, mm-hmm. man, woman, ever, anything, just watch this show. It's so good. There's just the script is phenomenal. I wish I had any part in making this show, but there's a line in the second season. This woman is talking to the main character and she says, women are built with pain and men seek it out. Mm -hmm. And she goes into this whole thing where like men, I mean, you can take it literally where like men have, are more violent. They cause war. They're, they're more aggressive politicians or whatever. And then women are built with this pain, whether it's with your periods or childbirth or like this pain that's just like overwhelming, like emotional pain. Um, and men seek it out to the point where it's like, they don't have it naturally. So they like impose it on you. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I think about it and I just think about that line so much recently. And I think, um, even emotional pain is it's true for that too because like i come into any relationship and i already have a little bit of pain yeah you know it's like built in yeah and you have to relearn you have to rewire your brain a little bit to like just have a little like the same just try to be as detached as a man yeah because it's power that detachment can be powerful Mm -hmm. the next call is from a don't blame me legend oh wait (sighs) is it someone you know what does that mean just know it's from a don't blame me legend. You both will know when I play it. Oh no. She says who she is. Is it the girl who <gasps> I'm twenty three. You might um know me as the girl who dated three brothers from previous episodes. Um, so I'm a new dilemma. I just started seeing some about three months ago and um my girlfriend is actually on Tinder tonight. And she screenshot my current boyfriend's profile and sent it my way. My question is, 
do I confront him about it? What do I do? I don't know how to handle this. Um, I'm only asking because clearly I don't know how to handle other situations and deal with things. So hopefully you can help me out. Um, I don't know if it's an old profile or new, but I was Googling it and Tinder profiles stay active, or have the most active profiles always popping up in the stack apparently. So yeah, that's where I'm at. And I don't know what to do. So if you can help me out, that'd be great. Welcome back, girl. Mm-hmm. Damn, she is a fu- she's living. She is a legend. She's been living life. Oh God, I need to catch up. Do some fucking <laughs> fun things. Well, yeah. I mean, just talk to you. I mean, again, just talk to your your boyfriend, right? Yeah, I think like you need to. I think before you talk to him, because like there's a logical explanation for it. Mm-hmm. I've had people who have like seen like months into dating my boyfriend, like people had seen, I got like a screenshot of someone who like had seen my dating app profile and I really? deleted the app from my phone, but I didn't deactivate the account. Oh. But at the same time, that's also a really good line. Yep. I downloaded a dating app <laughs> and I, the minute I started scrolling through, I saw two people that I knew uh who i knew their significant others and i didn't say anything and i do kind of regret that i hadn't Mm -hmm. like screenshotted and like said something but like i think you need to i think you need to figure out how what like what you think this is first because i think Mm -hmm. like if there's any indication to you that like if you saw this and like you had like a sinking feeling in your stomach that's probably because like it's because he has a dating app but if you saw it and you're like what that's so fucking weird yeah you wouldn't be like the that. context matters like yeah. if there's room or if there is a reason for uh like uh, insecurity or fear if there's already like red flags in the relationship then it's probably a sign of that yeah. but if not um there's a, yeah there's a logical explanation either way but um i do think just uh yeah uh, confronting him but not like just ask him about it. Don't like corner him and be like, yeah. why do you have a dating app? Just be like, hey, my friend noticed she was like scrolling and she saw your profile. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Like if we're exclusive, like maybe yeah. maybe he has a different idea about the relationship. Yeah. Like maybe it's a communication error. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't know that they and now I have to deactivate before i delete but i also Good don't even know. yeah at the same time i was, was it was it was a couple months in a dating so it wasn't mm-hmm. that long and also who knows how long the guy that had been there had been like scrolling right. through yeah. um but i think like you just need to figure out yeah like i don't want to say like you need to figure out how you feel about it because obviously mm-hmm. you feel shitty about it but like there's a difference of being like does this feel like random and weird or does this feel like oh this gives me the really like familiar shitty feeling or like is this like yeah are things clicking like is in that kind of way because i think like that's so true you're so right and then from there it's like what like i don't want to say like what do you want the response to be but like yeah like what do you Mm -hmm. want the response to be like if he says no are you gonna believe him like Mm -hmm. at what point does it matter whatever his reason and excuse is because like at the end of the day someone can have like the world's greatest excuse or mm-hmm. greatest reason, but that doesn't necessarily change how you feel. And like, if you still feel shitty about it, and even if like it checks out everything he says, but like there, yeah, there were seeds planted before and yeah. like things that he had done that made you feel insecure and made you feel like that this wasn't like a super great relationship and this kind of solidified all of that, then like no matter what he says, it doesn't change how you feel. Yeah. If, if trust is broken, it can very rarely be repaired if you don't both work at it. Yeah. 
So I think if you don't trust this person, that's just telling of the nature of the relationship and that's more of a red flag than anything else yeah but i think also like if he like you said i think that there could also be just a chance of miscommunication Mm -hmm. and i think like the like i don't know how high the likelihood is is that he's like oh yeah i still had this i didn't i didn't know if we were like Mm -hmm. exclusive or whatever anything like that i think like then that's a time to like really have a conversation about what you want out of this relationship because i think a lot of the time like women in general as much as it sucks like we kind of take cues from what the guys want so it's like oh what are you like what are you looking for you're like oh i don't know but like you tell your girlfriends like oh i want a boyfriend but like with him you're like oh i don't like i'm just like up for anything he's like yeah i want something casual oh my god perfect like me too (laughs) and like you'll take what you can kind of get in a situation but i think it's about figuring out like is is this is this behavior the kind of thing that you want yeah. like and if this is like if then and then if the talk is exclusivity and i don't i would i also would say like don't feel if he says that like don't feel stupid for not for not for assuming that you guys were exclusive mm-hmm. because i think like it's also a really like confusing thing and on unless dating. you explicitly say like yeah. are we dating other people exactly like, like it just becomes yeah. weird and like when you start like and also if you have a full-time job and like yeah. you're hanging out with him a lot you're like well how does he have more time to exactly. hang out with other people like it just becomes like well logically it wouldn't really happen yeah. um and then yeah i think like you need to then from there figure out like if you want to be exclusive if that's not the answer that he wants if he doesn't want to be exclusive like feel like empowered and okay to be like well that's not what i want like i'm gonna walk away and be done with it Mm -hmm. like it doesn't make you like needy or demanding or anything like that um to like you know ask for what you want and then when you if you don't get it like you don't have to take that you don't have to settle for that because someone else is going to be you're going to be just as into somebody else if not more and then they'll they're going to want the same things that you do well um good luck with your life please keep us updated yeah you are literally the living legend of this Mm -hmm. podcast because she's like, you might know me. Of course as- we know you. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Damn. She's a hero. Mm-hmm. A true what? American hero. No, she's Canadian. What? A true Canadian She's Canadian, hero. yep. They have good memory. Oh, yeah. No, I remember yeah. everything about that call. <laughs> Still my favorite. <laughs> is it time for Don't Blame Them? Yeah. Okay, so what is this call from? This one is um, from an episode with you and I, um, season three, episode 19. Um, and it was... A girl, the original caller, um, her friend is now dating a guy that she used to hook up with. Okay. And so this is someone calling with similar experience. I would fucking cut someone. (laughs) I would literally just... Also, my friends think all my exes are, like, repulsive. Like, fuck no. Hi, Megan. Um, I am actually calling back for, as advice, for the girl that... um, her friend, her closest friend, is now dating the guy that she used to hook up with. Um, I was in the same exact um, situation about a year ago, and I was dating the guy on and off for about six years. And this girl, which was my closest friend at the time, knew absolutely everything that went wrong because he did me dirty many, many times. Um, I was just too blind to see it. And uh, she is now dating him, and they've started dating about two months after we broke up. So I definitely know, I definitely know and understand what she's going through, and it really sucks. But eventually, you're gonna get over it. I mean, at least they don't live down the street from you, like they do. <laughs> so um, she's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be great. I mean, move on. You'll be fine. You know, it's gonna be great. And you know, it's just, it's hard to understand some things 
and understand why they did it. And I think I know that was a big factor for me when I was, you know, going through it. It was a big factor of trying to figure out why. And it was a lot of crying and trying to just not want to do the texting them and asking it for that reason. Because sometimes you don't need a reason to know that a shit person is a shit person. And they're just not good people to be around. So in a way, it's kind of like, thank goodness that these people were removed from my life. But, I mean, everything is better now. I'm graduating college. Everything is good. Um, but advice to that girl, you're going to be fine. Their marriage, you know, wish them well. That's all you can do. Let them be. You know, focus on yourself and be the best way, the best person that you can be. And um, sorry if the message is all scattered. But, um, yeah, bye, Megan. Well, what um, a woman. Honestly, like, I like, I would have been fucking I would have just gotten rage. You have to be a strong person to go through something like that and be like, let them be. And yeah. so, yeah, build up that strength and become that person. No, I think my, my therapist, because I'm, I'm a big fan of revenge and like I want I like when people hurt me, I want I, I, I like want them to feel how I felt and I want to witness it and mm -hmm. see all of that. And like the thing that she always tells me and she's like people who like cause and wreck havoc and like wreak havoc to other to to other people's lives like that comes back at them like all the time and like you don't have to do anything yeah. because like when you put that out into the universe like that comes straight back to you and i was like yes but i i understand karma but like i want to be there when it happens and she's like you have to like you can't want that yeah. at all and also like the biggest like uh like payback or whatever so much of that is like internal and people yeah. who like can cause that kind of like dramatic um like just mean terrible stuff mm -hmm. to people like then the pain that they face is not necessarily ever public because like then they deal yeah. with that all internally i think it's interesting I don't, i'm not so much into revenge like you but i do i think it's a little unhealthy because it's not always the best route but like having someone that fucked you over or hurt you see you thrive yeah um it's kind of like the same mentality not really of like working out after a breakup or whatever but they're not the reason that you're thriving but like seeing it's a motivation it's a, it's a motivation just to like to have that like completely shut yourself off from them but also if they ever look at you or like see you around you're fucking great you feel yeah. fine without them you know and so th th i'm not saying they should be your motivation behind it but for me, that's the best revenge. Is no, like, I think that is, is. Yeah, it's not not directly like I'm going to hurt them. Like I'm going to, I don't know. I'm not saying that this is what you would do. But it's true. Like that idea that like, that like the best revenge is like just doing your own thing and like being mm -hmm. really like succeeding and doing really great at it. And then when you look back, like it's at least for me, when there are people that like I, whether it's like guys who like fucked me over or like anything like that who I really like liked and care about. Now when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. like I cared so much about this yeah. dude. And then even if you use them as the motivation to like, I'm going to like, dude, like I'm going to crush it and do so great. Yeah. And then by the time that you like realize, like you thought that you were doing it to kind of spite them. And then the time they come back around and you realize you're like oh yeah. wow i have like elevated so much above you like yeah. i don't give a shit about 100%. you at all and I but think thank you for like helping me get they to this can place. be the seed of that start of the motivation they can be the seed of like making you go to the gym or making you work harder or have better work ethic or whatever it is that makes you feel good but then it becomes something different like as yeah. long as they don't remain that sole motivator uh you're fine i yeah. think the seat like if they can inspire you to be a better person they've done their fucking duty yeah. and they're good you're 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 
you, you've used them you mm-hmm. know they're Ugh. disposable now yeah you know god so strong yeah so um that's it for our episode guys i hope you enjoyed um shereen plug your podcast plug your shit yeah i have a podcast uh called ethnically ambiguous uh you can find it everywhere you find your podcast we talk about being uh, marginalized people of color or being middle eastern and we also have guests on that are people of color melissa was on our podcast it was was. really fun Mm -hmm. um it's everywhere i mean you can follow us at ethnically amb amb on twitter ethnically ambig ambig on instagram um literally anywhere you find podcasts we're we're there um i'm a filmmaker you can watch my things on my website shereenlani.com you can follow me at shirohero on instagram and shirohero666 on twitter because she's saying she is Satan. Yeah. So thanks for having me back. Oh my this God. This so yeah. fun. Well, uh, now you have more homework for the next mm-hmm. time you come back. Oh, right. Melissa's going to write it up. But for I you. will say, but I will, I will say, I have been doing it more by myself and yeah. it is enjoyable. There's just, I haven't reached the apex. And yeah. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's impossible. No, I don't think it but is. But it just takes time. I Do think- you like massages? I love massages. What if you got a massage before? Do you think oh, that wow. would help? And I think you should get really You know high. what really fucks me up is that the person I was hung up on the most. Was a masseuse? We, we used to give massages to each mm. other. We were like, he was amazing. Oh, that's so nice. And Mom's was massage like, for like two seconds. Like, he was my good? hands hurt. Yeah. No, this. I just, I miss that aspect of the physical relationship so much. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would miss that fucking too. Yeah. You should get one of those ones that they come to your house. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But what if I don't want them to touch me? Like, that's my thing. Like sometimes I don't want everyone. On- Touch I'm just saying, just like to loosen you up. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think yeah. I need to like go. And you I should think you're get completely right. High. Like, yeah, have a whole day of yeah. like getting like yeah. just the most relaxed oh. you can fucking yeah. be. But I mean, the point is, I will still do my homework and hopefully, I mean, not hopefully. It'll happen when it happens. It'll happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no, no I don't want to put any like next time it'll happen because that'll just make me even more scared. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah just so. try the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, CBD. Yeah. All that stuff. It'll Thanks, be a guys. good time. I appreciate this. We're here for you. Yeah, why go to therapy when you yeah. have when you can just, <laughs> just let it all out? Group here. Yeah, well, I return. It's like group therapy. That's true. <laughs> You've returned. <laughs> You've not come. Yeah, I love that. This is nice. The group therapy. It mm-hmm. is fun. This podcast fucking rules. Oh my god, Thank we have a good you. time here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you guys want to call and be in an upcoming episode, you can leave us a phone number. Leave us a phone number. Fucking titty shits. You can leave <laughs> us a voicemail at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. Yep. Yeah. And if you're an international caller, you can leave us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, don't put on meme pod. Oh my God. Hit up our fucking Patreon. Yeah. It is. Oh my God. I almost said lit. Wow. Kill me. It is great. <laughs> it is fucking great. So much content. It is so much fun. Um, so much bonus stuff. So much extra stuff. Hit that up. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>